I'm Sophie. Hi, I'm Paul. And we are SP Film Viewers. So it's time for our first time watch together of 2023. Yeah. Pretty confident this is going to be a Pretty good one. I've heard Don't say very that. good things about this 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 movie that just came out. Well, before just before Christmas, I think it was released. It is a twenty twenty two film. I feel like this is like a bit like Licorice Pizza, where it was kind of like a that's that's high. Hear me out. The the by that I mean like it probably came out festival season, like but at the back it, film. yeah. I think it had a cinema release before Christmas, but. One of those that was hard, but I feel to like get. yeah, but yeah, one of those rare That's screenings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Licorice pizza. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going in with high expectations because the last couple of ones that we've had, where neither one of us have seen it, like 2022, they weren't that great. Such as. Don't ask me that. You know, I can't remember. <laughs> I just Why know that we, we. I know that we kind of had a bit of a. It was better off when you were picking them and you already vetted them. Right. Okay. I think it seemed to be a bit of a pattern where the ones that we were watching were just not as good as what we thought. So fingers crossed we're com- going to... Yeah, yeah, give a high score. Yeah. Yeah, I know, as I say, like, a lot of people giving it high praise. It can go either way, though, when that happens. I know what you mean. Critics and <laughs> Even though we're a, film re- we're a film review, not a critic. <laughs> so that's the difference. Are, a critic criticising, I don't know. It's we're reviewing very, it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's such a nicer way of wording it. Yeah. Right, so did I say what the film's called? No. Ah. <laughs> so well, you, I'm you're sure guessing the title. Read. <laughs> the title. So the, the film we're going to be talking about is After Sun. And what? <laughs> when you get burnt, you put. <laughs> <laughs> is that literally it? Yeah. That's the and whole meaning behind the I'd, story. Yeah. So it's a like a father and daughter relationship, and oh. the the father is Paul Mescal, who was in that very good. Normal people TV series we watched, if you remember, it was like the on-off relationship with. He's the father. Yeah, he's the father. Oh right. Yeah, that's thrown me right yeah, off. Yeah, because I know who you're on about. Yeah. But I don't know. He just doesn't look old enough to be. So how old's a kid? Uh, eleven year old. Ah, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Fair enough. Cause he's still quite young. I thought the father was going to be a lot older. Yeah. And looking at the synopsis, it says she's called Sophie. <laughs> oh dear. I wonder what their relationship's like then. Well, I'll read you what it she, says. Did she normally beat a dad up when she was little? <laughs> if that's the case, then it does sound very true that somebody's <laughs> written my life. <laughs> so it's, it reads, At a fading vacation resort, 11-year-old Sophie treasures rare time together with her loving and idealistic father, Callum. 20 years later, Sophie's tender recollections of their last holiday become a powerful and heart-rendering portrait of their relationship. Do you tell me he dies? How should I know? <laughs> he does. He dies. From that, I've, I I think he dies. Why have they not gone on holiday since? Is it because he's dead? I don't know. Am Maybe I reading it's... too much into this? I'm already <laughs> going in thinking I'm going to get upset. <laughs> I 
Uh, uh, I, 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 it could just be like that's the last time she ever like had a holiday with not because he's dead, just because he's not around anymore. No, okay, yeah, yeah. True. <laughs> if that makes it sound like it's sad. Like if her dad were a dick, you wouldn't really be feeling sorry. Well, you'd be feeling sorry for her, but you won't really be. Mm. I don't know. No, no. Well, we'll have we'll to watch have to... it, won't we? You will, yeah. And then Paul will get a slap if he dies. Make you feel, though. That's the. I think that's the intention. I don't want to feel. I feel far too much more than normal human does. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> and I think too much compared to a normal human, so... Hmm. I just also like to note that watching this on Mubi, which is like a another subscription service, but like a, a trial period where I think, at the time of recording, I think it's still, hopefully, available to people where you can get... Like sponsors, sponsorship here, but <laughs> three months for one pound, and there's like a fair few movies that I've added to the list. Like I want to see, I want to see for a while, or that have come out recently. It's like oh, I didn't get the chance to see like last year again. Like yeah, things that like my kind of street, the drama stuff that's a high praise. So shout to to get on that if you want to watch this before listening to our thoughts after the fact. Mm-hmm. Idea to do that. And I know you can do it through Amazon Prime subscription. It's like a separate subscription on top of Amazon Prime Video. So that's how we're going to be watching it. So exciting! Yeah, so looking forward to. I'll just let you set that up because I don't yeah. know what you're on about. It's already set up. Ready to go. That's <laughs> fine. <Yeah>. Then. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited but apprehensive. Okay. So we'll be back very shortly with our thoughts. What even is that? These are my moves. <laughs> that's so embarrassing. That's not embarrassing. Hey, what's oh. going to interview you? Are you aware? Where are you? What were you going to interview me about? I don't know. Well. Well, I just turned eleven, and you are a hundred and thirty, turning a hundred and thirty-one in two days. So, when you were 11, what did you think you would be doing now? The definition of aftersun is a product applied to the skin after exposed to the sun. I think we all knew that. But wonder how that plays into the, what this story has to offer, why it's called. After some, what do you think? I feel like I'm on an exam. <laughs> I don't really know what I think. I'm, I'm hoping to get some clarity from you off this because I, I guess when you get burnt, I don't I don't know. Like aftermath of being exposed yeah. to for so long. Like a lingering effect. This well, film is a bit, I don't know. I think you, you have to have a bit more deeper perspective on things and I think that suits you down to the T whereas I'm a bit more straight I must I must admit when we first started the film I had this like <laughs> sink sinking feeling as we we're going through it I think oh no Sophie's I already know what Sophie's gonna be like with, with this one 
She's going to be like, oh, I don't understand. Why I don't. I, ju- I really... Why, I it wasn't like... that. It, I just... I think it leaves you so open to interpretation. Should... And the problem with my brain is I can have 20 billion different mm-hmm. interpretations that I don't know which one is actually true by the end of it. And I think I'm still a bit blown away with what I've watched. You know what? Blown away in... Not in like an amazed, but like a bit of a... <laughs> My head is hurting after I've watched this film. Yeah. What does it mean type of... Yeah. Right, okay. I, I think I was close when reading, as in it... Uh, the pre-ramble, yeah. Yeah, I think I was pretty much on, on the nose with that. Yeah, yeah. I think really he, he does... He, I don't think he... It's not shown as such, but it's just how I it's... assume he dies. I do assume that because the way that he is towards his daughter, Sophie... He's not really a bad father. He's a brilliant dad, to be fair. And I don't think if he was on this planet, he would not not spend time with her. So for it to be the last time they are spent together, he must not be there. Yeah, after the fact that was kind of like with the the footage and shown as like seeing her off when she was 11 years old. And then it's like, right, that's the last lingering memory. And then that's... This just feels really dark, though. All of it is quite Mm. dark and gritty. And it gives me this... Perhaps not as gritty as Saturday Night Fever's grittiness, but... No, but in a different way. The way that they do the angles, the way that they do everything to portray this... Him, him in particular, yeah. his d- dark thoughts of whatever and... he, have whatever his emotions he's going through, it's whether it's like suicidal or just mm. just not having a good day, really. And I'm and quite regret. an anxious I don't know. person myself. I can overthink and can be quite anxious. And this film kind of gave me anxiety because I didn't understand where it was going. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. In, but in a in a good way because it keeps you on your toes. Like, is something going to occur? Is it going to flash back to, for flash forward to something where we understand what happened with him or her or... Yeah, I guess you would appreciate that. Whereas I'm like getting myself... Like like the Blair Witch Project. Kind Build, of building like, demons in your head. And, yeah, 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 I think that's why these films for me personally don't work because... I've got an overactive brain and I'm overthinking it, thinking, oh, God. Overanalyzing, maybe. Yeah, yeah whereas you're enjoying that build-up mm-hmm. and anxiety. And I think probably because you aren't as anxious or an overthinker, this is quite new. It's like a rare emotion that kind of the film generates for you, whereas this is a daily thing for me. So when I've got it in a film, I don't really appreciate it as much. Okay. Because why would I want to watch something that's going to make me feel anxious? Uh, yeah, but I don't think it's quite like... Anxiety levels of say, uh, uncut gems where it's sort of like, like just all people yabbering and stuff. No, and it's there is like... some lovely bits within it, and there is some really nice moments mm. between Callum and his and his daughter. Yeah, and I can't take that away. But then there is some bits where it's like really dark, and it's kind of like and the dancing and the flashing lights, and it goes really dark. And like you said, the music goes. Uh, yeah, the soundtrack and the the choice of songs in this are like on point like they almost fit like the lyrics fit perfectly with with what's being shown on screen and the fact further emphasize the fact that we did have to start the film with subtitles on because they both got kind of like even though especially paul mescal who's irish as i say he's putting on a scottish accent and even he's like some of the what he was saying was kind of like kind of broad ish and it's like i, I don't what didn't so struggle to, with him as much as the little girl, girl. yeah Little girl. So it's like, no, we have to have some titles on. So, so obviously it helped the experience actually having the lyrics of because it comes up with the 
the, the lyrics of the song come up and it's like, oh yeah, that that resonates very much with what's come, happening here. So, But the way a song could be twisted as well, like you said, it kind of slowed down and there were certain scenes where it got slower mm-hmm. and more kind of deeper and yes. a bit more sinister in, in a sense. And I think that's where it kind of, you always thought you were going to see something happen. And expect and the worst. You never sense. did. did. In the end, it's all left to your imagination. imagination. It's like, I just sat there thinking, what have I just watched? But you, you kind of understand the sort of underlying thing of like, it's like his fear of being a father and worrying that she's going to grow up and is she going to make the same mistakes? He or... kind of made it apparent that he wasn't up, upset of her growing up, I guess. he kind Because of, he does say when he's on like that raft, like, I can imagine you're going to... Um, drink you're gonna take drugs you're gonna do all this just yeah. tell me about it and talk to me because i've done it all i can't expect you not to sure. and she's like no i won't do that but we all know was we you might say that as kids but and people change as they grow older like you might think i don't mm. want to go explore the world or i i'm gonna stay in this job forever or that kind of thing and I your priorities he... change well yeah they do or get married or whatever that kind of <laughs> <laughs> but it, i think it also shows how innocent a child is and like your innocence as you you grow how that just depletes as time goes by exactly like i used to be really innocent like really i still am (laughs) there's some innocence still Mm -hmm. in me 30 years on compared to some other 30 year olds (laughs) (laughs) but the level of innocence is has how she is you can see like when she's hanging around with the older people yeah she's she's still quite naive and, and young but yeah. wants to be in with the in crowd and act like, older. Yeah, yeah, hanging out at the bar and drinks and yeah. stuff and like, oh, kiss, kiss a boy sad, and all that and stuff. To be yeah, fair, that she... because it's funny how when you're young, all you want to be is old. And then when you're old, all you want to be is younger. It's like you're never happy with where you're at in life. Like, you never you are. Can't, you can't win either way. It's, it's like when how when you're younger the, the summers or school holidays last forever <laughs> and sometimes you you might get a bit bored but now as adults you're like i would love six weeks off yeah 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 no yeah. it's 100 percent. like i used to hate six weeks i used to drag and i used to hate the fact of going back to school that was a bit after six weeks it felt like a year had gone by basically <laughs> and then having to go back to school was like really hard for me i used to absolutely hate it but once I'd got into the routine of it again, it was okay. But now six weeks would, for us, like to be off, oh, there's loads of stuff we could do. We could either go on holiday, we could paint the whole house. <laughs> there's loads of things you can do. But when you're a child, I've noticed this and I thought of it when I was younger. I remember waking up and being like, you don't know what actually you're going to do that day. You don't know what your parents have got planned. True. You don't know who's coming or what. You, you don't really have that control of your life as much as you do when you're older. No, other than like, I'm going outside to play and yeah. that being that, that's your agenda. Yeah, yeah. Take it as it comes. It's almost carefree, but. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's it. That's that's it. Or I'm going to play with my dolls or do whatever I want. But mm-hmm. unless your parents are going, no, you're not. You're going out and doing X, Y and Z. Yeah. Because there's, there's a couple of moments in the film where that occurs where he says like, right, let's get, make a, start of the day let's play water polo or yeah. something but then there's a point where you see like the like the paragliders in the sky and they're looking up and lounging and she's like oh i want to do that and said no you're too young yeah. to do that again and it's trying to say that like 
he still wants her to be young, maybe, but he knows she's growing up, so it won't be long before that she could. It's... I think that is the case, but I think he must have some other demons in his head. Something else is going on within him. It's mm-hmm. not just the worry of his daughter growing yeah. up. Oh. He's got some, maybe like a mental health or, or something. There's something underlying either with his situation. Obviously, he's not with his wife or his daughter's mum. Mm. Yeah. What is his current living situation? Mm-hmm. What's his income? Yeah, we don't know. All of this, we don't actually actually know where what his life looks like. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that he's trying to improve himself. He's doing the Tai Chi. Tai Chi. Yeah. And he's got those books where we saw that shot where... That's a really good shot as well. Like when she's... It kind of... At the start, there was like the, the film with the camcorder. Again, this is kind of like, oh, happy memories of... Yeah. Of that kind of stuff that she kind of remembering. And then, but it also cuts later on to that same shot where it's like in, interviewing yeah. him about being 11 or whatever. I do think uh, that's a really good question sure. as well. What? Um About being an 11 year old, but we'll come back to that okay. one. But I, I like that shot in particular. It stays on that for quite a while because it's been re- shown on the television and then the screen goes off and you see the reflection mm-hmm. of them both sat on the bed and also there's occasional shots where he's in frame of the mirror as well so it's kind of like a mirror and reflections of the past i yeah. guess i, I had into that aspect and so it's really good the tv you've got next to them the set of books yes where like they're all like kind of mindset books, books. be aware of being aware yeah and we actually kind of i think i got to the telly and ended up reading what they were saying <laughs> yeah. and it looked like all these books to help him improve Move, his mindset okay. so there's obviously some he's trying but it's it's not quite enough no, I think there is something yeah. obviously underlying, underlying yeah. within within yeah. him, yeah. which he's wanting to be a good father. Yeah. Um, but the question of when you was eleven, what did you think now, as a thirty-year-old person, you would be doing? Like your aspirations as an eleven-year-old compared to? I feel like in like in a yearbook at the end of like school, just before sixth form, I think mm-hmm. we did like a, a thing of that, and I think it was like where do you see yourself when you? 30 or something like that or something or i don't know yeah whatever year it was but it was like you know the basic for me is like get married have a good job and all that kind of oh really kind of kids oh. i don't know something i was quite ambitious all right i had a couple so probably when i was 11 i wanted to be a vet and i wanted a horse sound like tina don't i <laughs> off box burgers so that's when i was 11 or i wanted to be a teacher until i realized i was dyslexic and wanted to teach like primary school children because mm. so, I used to teach my teddies. <laughs> no, don't don't even joke. I would get all my teddies out and I'd sit them in a circle and I'd read to them. All right, and how did they respond back? They loved it, obviously, Paul. <laughs> and then when I was probably like about 16, ambitions grew even further then. Obviously, I was in my photography so they, course. Yeah, you wanted to like, travel the world. I wanted to be yeah. a landscape photographer on a cruise. Mm-hmm. I wanted to travel the world via cruises. Yeah. And take landscape pictures for their magazines. That's what I wanted to do. And I wanted a husky, which is not really practical. No, for that kind of... For that line of work, because I couldn't have taken the husky with me. So it just shows, actually, how imaginative you can be when you're younger. And actually, sometimes you set these goals. Some of them are realistic, some of them... Not so much. Not so much. But I think it's how much effort you put into... That, I think, is just like anything, really. But also, I've noticed, for me, what I said I wanted at 16 years old, I know now I wouldn't want. That's what I'm saying about, like, you, you 
career aspects or yeah. just life aspects just change can change I, completely. I love being a homebird, so why the hell would I want to be travelling the world on a cruise without my family? Like that's that's just not me, is it? Let's let's face yeah. the facts. It's not. Yeah. I've done six weeks in Australia and I absolutely hated it. So <laughs> I know now <laughs> that's not who I am, which is fine. But I think it's one of those things when you're 11, you do set these high expectations and you think life's so much easier to get to where you need to be. And we all know it's, it's, it's not. not no. no. And I think with this film, it kind of shows you all these aspects of when she said that, I straight away thought, oh, what do I think when I was 11? She did remind me of a little bit of my inner 11 year old self because she's called Sophie, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. Because I think I was quite cocky when I was younger. No, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought I knew everything <laughs> I don't know why that's why you're teaching your teddies wasn't it i was teaching my teddies yeah yeah well, no, well knowledge love, at the end you love my little stories don't you yeah, about yeah. when i'm little mm-hmm. i was very imaginative that's good that's good to have <laughs> did you not teach your teddies no why well one thing i didn't think i had teddies really and i would have had probably like action figures or something what like about that. your dinosaurs wasn't teaching them. So. <laughs> this is where you came from. <laughs> but, uh, but back to the the film, like I was just said about like the flashing darkness that's kind of appearing throughout the film. I thought initially that was like this is like where it was like oh this is where he like in a club or something that he met his the mother of Sophie, oh. like, you know, like in a rave or something. And that's kind of like, never... that's where it all kind of started. But then as, I don't know how far it was through the film, you kind of get a glimpse of Sophie grown up. Yeah. And then as more of the back, the very much back end of the film, you kind of get a, do get a good enough close up to say, oh, like that is her in the darkness when it's flashing yeah. as the adult Sophie. And, and Callum is looking at her and there's like a good focus on there where it's not flashing so much. Yeah. So it's obviously like just flashes of memories of uh, him. Is that what that's going for? I think so, it must And I be. also thought with the last dance, David yes. Bowie. Yeah, that was slowing down as well. That's another example of but that. But they're both yeah. dancing and, and then yeah. it's like one back of her memories. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm saying. But I think that's how it's flashing back, back. with that as well. Yeah. So it's all the flashbacks, but I think it's kind of that scene Wait. was and it's really clever with the song of Bowie Queen, really yeah, yeah. within it it was cleverly done like that was like their final under, kind of under pressure and yeah all that kind of stuff um, but when we initially go into the the idea of this being like a cutting back between like what is a nice memory or remembering something about the past and actually being the truth mm. I wondered if it was going to be like interspersed with how like he acted a bit more in a more sort of linear sense, like I'm thinking of like Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind, where he's Jim Carrey character in that Joel is kind of like hearing yep. voices or distant things of the past, and he's kind of like, "What? Who's saying that kind of thing?" Like, and then there's something that happens. He's there in one position, and then he's somewhere else. It's like, "Oh, that that doesn't make sense," type of mm. thing, of, or anything like that. But I guess the way that this film tackles that is it works because obviously it is flitting like brief moments of like lounging on the, by the pool and then cutting to having dinner yeah, and that kind of stuff. And it's, you know, these brief moments that you kind of remember because it's memories. It can be a bit, even, <laughs> even in the old age, it can be a bit hazy. It's like, Oh, 
I don't remember yeah, what I no, just no, say or, I agree. or things like that. Like, oh, I, it's almost like me when, say, you haven't seen a film for forever, ever, how long? And then, oh, yeah, I didn't realize so and so was in it, or I misremembered that part of the story, or. Yeah, things, you just don't remember things. it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, but I, I completely understand. And I think sometimes you can, your memories can change of how you want to interpret yeah, that person as well. Yes. So more specifically, yeah, in there a, is is there is for that good or bad, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can take it how you, your emotions feel yeah. of that memory yeah. as well. Yeah, there's like a as sad as it is, there's a moment that can only really remember of my mum's um, mum's parents. I was only young, and I was about maybe three or four, I think. Mm-hmm. All I remember was like a big. Like commotion going on when I th- it's kind of a as you can probably tell it's kind of a sad memory, but that's all I can really other than the photographs I've seen. I don't really remember much about them, but um, it's it it was a I think with a I think either one of them or both of them kind of been rushed out uh, like an ambulance had come and everything. Oh, <laughs> um, How do you remember this? We've been only three years old. I mean. I don't like know the goldfish that, yeah, brain that's, I that's the only thing and mum being like obviously upset and everything like just like step back oh you know your grandparents have mm. got to be taken away and then that, that's it oh bless you <laughs> I think I completely understand where you're you're coming from sometimes your brain remembers the worst things and not the happy things like mm. yeah it is it is one of those cases and also linking back to we've been kind of watching a lot of Breaking Bad at the moment, mm-hmm. and we're getting quite into the good part of it. But <laughs> Walt says the same thing. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it was a recent episode that the season four where he's talking about that. He's like, I "Don't try. I don't want you to remember me, son, as the, you know that incident where I was getting yeah. drunk enough, me head or whatever." I I think it's one of those things where it does. You have to try and remember the ha- happy thoughts, and it's it's sad because like I know my grandparents' side. I really only really know my mum's side, mm-hmm. yeah. More so, like I think my dad's granddad, well, my dad's dad passed away before I was born, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think I was only little when his mum had gone, and I don't really remember them at at all. T- to be fair, no. like I don't remember anything, but I know, like for example, with my gran. Mm-hmm. I try and remember the good things about her, but there is some things like how she kind of deteriorated. Like I've yeah. got a thing with steps, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, and it's just it shows the bad things really stick. And uh, no, not necessarily because I, I remember think it is so because like how many times if you've had a bad experience with something, would you more likely write a comment saying "Don't go to this shop" or whatever yada yeah. yada yada than a good comment comment of a good level of service? I suppose, yeah. Just shows like if you've yeah. had a good level of service, you're like, oh yeah, you might recommend them to somebody, but you probably won't post it on something. Whereas if it was something negative, it riles you more to post it that way. But yeah, in in terms of good memories of of, of things like grandparents, both of grandma, my dad's grandparents, like like just funny little quirks that they had. Like oh, I uh, think your dad's becoming a little bit <laughs> yeah, yeah, like them, that. So, so there's always going to be like obviously, you know. Just, just not happening anytime soon, but you know when 
that occurs with him, there'll be all these funny memories I have of how he was and yeah. kind of and stuff. But it's that so that yeah, there is good memories to be had, and it's not always about remembering the bad things. But they just always stick out more prominent because I think yeah. the emotion is more there. Yeah. But with this film, I I want to ask you. Paul. Yeah. So you do think the dad the dad dies? Do it's you... more more apparent like. There's like a one scene in particular where he just walks out to the sea and it's like really dark. He's like going into the darkness of the, the crashing waves and everything. Yeah. I'm thinking, that's thought, it, he's not coming back. I did. Do you, do you think he actually but kills he himself? Do you think this is how dark this is? Do you think it's more like a suicide? Because that was um, one of my options. Because obviously with him going into the water like that, it may, that is suicidal. Yeah, that like, seems final, but it, it wasn't. He's back at the... But, tell, but is like, it that how, like what what occurred? What was he thinking? Did he kind of change his mind at the end of it and go like not today or, or tried to survive it? I think that's why he hurt his shoulder. Yeah, I think that's what I linked with that. Like when Sophie yeah. was asking, in, "What do you do with that?" But, but that, do you think in the end, thinking of that now, just now, he hit a bit at the start of the film. He's in a cast and thinking, mm. "Well, like, are we going to know what happened there?" So maybe there was another incident where he tried to kill himself and he f- failed to do that and he just ended up hurting his arm and he could well have done like you say there was a parallel shot between yeah. the two of them between the two rooms and it's like he's bleeding out a little bit at least he's accidentally cut i don't think he was gonna like oh, i'm gonna slip my wrist or anything no, no, he was that to point. Get the but off, wasn't he? whether that's just another incident where he didn't he kind of changed his mind or he just didn't didn't happen for him to yeah to, to be killing kill himself off i don't know but sorry what were you going to say before so I'm just I'm just wondering if in the end is it like a, sui- a, a suicidal act where he actually does kill himself? Is that like kind of how you're seeing it, or was there something physically wrong with him? Anyways, like kind of like Breaking Bad where he's got like cancer or something like that, and he's just not telling people, so he wants to end it sooner. I'd, I I don't know. I don't know. These are all these thoughts. I know. I know. I know. You, it's it doesn't because the moment where he says like oh I'm feeling tired, but there's no it's not like a Oh, I've got a cough or anything no. like that, so there's nothing necessarily to cancer. Or... Like he's, he's just, his mental health is not there on that day. He's just not feeling yeah, like he can. Just, it, it could just well be that, and he's he may well have done it. I feel like that seems to be apparent that it would be potentially suicidal. That would make more sense to me how Sophie is when she's grown up, mm-hmm. because you can see her innocence has gone when she's older. She's I think she's a lesbian, yeah, yeah, I yeah. assume. And she's and, presumably adopted a, a, a baby. Cause, or like a surrogate, so like yeah. she could be... Yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. Either one of them too. could yeah. have been pregnant with, with the son. Mm-hmm. So some genetics are there, so it could be that. But it's shows how she shifts and her adulthood is da- a lot darker. She's wearing the black jumper. She looks like the life yeah, has been sucked out, out of yeah. her. A lot darker as well because you mean you made a note like oh she likes the color blue and it's like um, um she said oh I want to paint my room yellow when I was younger mum won't let me I wanted to paint my room yellow <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite um, color and then yeah like I say it's all like dark and true life has got a hold of her and just made her, like oh God, yeah. get to, get with the program of like the real life here you can't have all this colorful stuff that's just how life's taken you type of mm-hmm. thing that's probably may be possibly stemmed from her dad's passing who knows but i think she is a daddy's girl as well i think she loves her dad and she's more team dad even though she doesn't live with him 
she's on his side and rooting for yeah. him and wants yeah. to be with him. Yeah. Don't think she's got a great relationship with her mum. I guess not, no. We don't see her at any no. point. So I feel so. like this makes it harder. You hear her on the phone quite a bit, but yeah. she doesn't speak to her as openly as she does her dad. That's only because we get shots. The film is focused around the, the two of them, so... But even the chasm... Which, which kind of makes it more... That is, like, he's more her favourite, really. I guess, but also he asks, how, how is your mum? How are you and your mum now? Are you getting on better? Yeah. So he does, he does say, say that to make you think, well, they're not really that close. I think he knows as well that he's coming to an end with certain things that he's teaching her. Like, how to take, like, self-defence, like, if somebody grabs you, how to get out of it and, like... The urgency of it being so important, yeah. Instead of like, well, I'm going to be here to protect you anyways. It doesn't matter. It's kind of like, no, you need to protect yourself because I'm not going to be here. I guess Mm -hmm. to do that for you. No, I know what you mean. And it's so sad to see somebody because obviously we worked it out. He's turned thirty-one or thirty-two, was it? Yeah. So he's either nineteen or twenty when he had a child. And no disrespect to anyone having a child early, but Compared to me being like in my thirties now, compared to my twenty-year-old self, I definitely can see a shift in them ten years. Yeah, absolutely. When I was twenty years old, I don't think I could have really looked after a child personally. I no, I don't think I could have. A lot of a lot of things have, have as I say, shift as you get older with personal tastes and, and things. Yeah. So it's it's not uncommon for that. But another shot I want to mention that kind of stood out to me as well, particularly when they're having a meal out and. Someone asks, obviously this is like a time when you didn't really have phones and stuff. Mm-hmm. So oh, I know what you're going to say. When someone asks to take a picture and like a Polaroid and then it's kind of shot as if the Polaroid's been exposed or... Is that but, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Sophie's like saying, like, can we just stay here forever? Almost sounds like, like a, something I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah and the holiday <laughs> is like, yeah, just let's live here. And it's like, it's a snapshot in time of them being happy. Yeah. And stuff. And it's like, yeah, it's it's... It's shown there, but it's you know it can't stay forever. Unfortunately, it's, you've got that moment <laughs> in time. It's a memory, but, isn't it? To yeah, keep. but that's 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 all it is, and it's you. You sadly you can't stay on holiday head forever. It's a shame. I wish we could. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's really cleverly done the way it's portrayed, and you just have like his elbow in the shot, mm. and then you can just hear them talking and eating and being happy. And I think, to be fair. The camera angles, the thought of this, is, and the way that the certain shots are angled as well, it's mm-hmm. just really cleverly yeah. done. Yeah, there's there's a lot of like good. I, I, say, I wouldn't say it's things. on the level of licorice pizza though. No, that's more straight and narrow. With and it's the, light heart. It's, it's so <laughs> yeah. much more light heart. No, no, of course, of course. But and the music, both of them have got really good music tracks. Yeah. But I feel like if I had to pick between the two, licorice pizza would win just because it makes me feel good. Okay. <laughs> this doesn't make no, me no, feel no. good. No, I understand that completely. But another thing to obviously reflect on the can we just stay here part where she also says, Sophie also says, you yeah, had an amazing day. Then you come home and you kind of feel tired. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> I think it is because you feel drained. You've had such a good day, day. but then you're also tired and fatigued from yeah. the day. And then also a bit like down because yeah. it's the adrenaline of such a wonderful time come down, yeah and then exactly then you've come down yeah i feel like that's something that you'd you'd come out with anyway and also like earlier on the very start of the film where she's like asleep on the bed and now and dad's still kind of up and she's kind of like heavy breathing 
long shot of that while he's doing these stuff. I don't Weird know. Weird sig dance. Yeah, maybe it's kind of like, again like his self help tai chi type of thing or something. I like thought that. he was going to jump off the balcony hmm. at one point. I really did. Like he, he... But there was a shot of that where he was kind yeah. of standing like, oh god. I did think but... there was a couple of times where he Sophie was going to see him die. Like that. Yeah. Like would it turn the holiday? Sour. <laughs> I like... ruined that. By him yeah. kind of like jumping off the balcony by accident or something. What a bummer, yeah. And then her being left on her own in Turkey, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so another line is about the, the fact that when they're both underneath the same sky. I think which, that's lovely. Yeah, yeah. So even like you're somewhere and I'm somewhere else. If it happens to be sunny at the same point, yeah. Then like we're sharing the same sky, just looking up. Yeah, unless you're in Australia and then... <laughs> Like when we were apart, yeah. like mine might be morning and yours yeah, might be night, but still got the same sky, but yeah. just... Yeah, it works to a certain extent. Yeah. 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 Still a yeah. nice thought, though, to know that you're nearby, still yeah. on the same planet. Okay. I think, yeah, I think it's looking up, you know, like, oh, in heaven or watching over me type of thing. That's nice sentiment there. The ho- the hotel itself, though, obviously, there's a lot of construction going on. It feels like a bit of a, like a Butlins... Kind of yeah, it seems like a cheap deal that looks better on the brochure. Yeah. I think we had that when we went to to America. We stayed in somewhere called Kiss Kiss and Me, right? And the kind of accommodation we had wasn't the greatest like accommodation. It was like a pool outside, and then like little chalet kind of blocks that were just like a, a room and a shower cubicle. It was very basic. Was it like a motel esque? Yeah, 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 a bit. Yeah. Did have like um, an arcade room and such. So it okay. did have other places that yeah, you could yeah. go to that were better. Yeah, but actually within it, it looked a bit dingy. But on the brochure, it looked <laughs> amazing yeah. in comparison. And we shared. We had two beds, so it was like a family room, but it was like mum and dad and me and Sarah. So we had two double beds, mm-hmm. basically. So it reminded me a little bit of that. Of that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think we were saying about what was with Callum and what was in his mind. I know when I was little, my parents used to always speak to me. So we we didn't have the easiest upbringing. Hmm. Not like you. Like, <laughs> don't don't get me wrong. No. You're not like a silver mo- spoon Sorry. boy or, or silver moon. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but you you've had you haven't really touched wood had too much. No, I haven't gone Upheaval. through. Yeah, like what you've you've had in your upbringing. Yeah, and I think with everything that had gone on with ours, well, my mum always spoke to us and explained what was happening, and I think that was something for her her way of coping with it instead of hiding secrets. Because I know it's not easy trying to act like you've got your shit together when you don't in front of a child, mm-hmm. and I think that's what Callum's trying to do, like act like he's got everything together. And that can be emotionally draining by itself. Yes. And I know you're meant to be there and support your children, but at the same time, they're not daft. They They know when your parents are not normal and there's something not right. Yeah, Yeah, why they might be snapping at you kind of thing. For like the simplest, oh, why didn't you pick this up? And like, this place is a bombsite and that kind of Because they're emotionally drained and upset and want to support the family and they're struggling. And it's... Yeah, at the same time, you can't... They might not understand the concept of what debt is or... No, but at least if they kind of are able to say this is kind of what's happening, even in layman terms, it brings the child along 
a little bit better. I think it helped a lot with my mum being as open as she was about everything that went on. Because I think otherwise we'd, there'd have been a lot of confusion, which would just been harder for her to explain. I guess. But then it's also not as not much a burden, but like a, mm. putting worries on a child, yeah. I suppose, in a way. Like, you shouldn't be experiencing that as a, like a little yeah, girl uh, or boy. But, but, but I guess yeah. it makes you who you are. I suppose. I don't think anything of my life now, I think it's one of those things, you, I just wouldn't change it because I wouldn't be who I am today. And that's how you have to kind of see it. Yeah. yeah. But I think in the end, I just feel really sorry for Sophie for losing her, her dad so young and for then how she, her life, life pans out. Down. Like, obviously, she's got a kid, she's got a partner, but she's seeming to have the same problems as her dad did. And I think if you'd have spoken to her, her adult life might have been a bit easier. Could well have been, yeah. There we are. I think that's that's kind of the, the basis of things I want to talk about there is a, obviously there's a lot of like clever cinematography as I say and stuff and like imagery and stuff that you kind of I think personally for me like on a a, a second watch especially you know like what the the flow of the story goes now as opposed to like going like oh I don't know where this is going type of thing but I think there's probably I, nuances to pick up on a bit more I would definitely watch it again I'm not out writing it okay I think because then I know what I'm coming into I think initially I thought the dad was going to die mm. but I didn't know how, and I think because I'd already got that in my head. Yeah. Coming into it, I think it would help now knowing what I know, re-watching it, it would yeah. probably be more enjoyable for me. Probably see some more hidden gems yeah, yeah. within it no, that I, think, I could... definitely think that. ...tie the jigsaw together. I'd, I think this is definitely one of those ones that benefits of a rewatch. Um, not... So, but, so I do... But apo- not, I, I t- not tomorrow, like... <laughs> no, no. I, I have to wait yeah, a little yeah, bit, I yeah, think, personally, yeah. no, for me to rewatch no, it. but... Before I go to my scoring, because obviously it's my turn to <laughs> to do that. Well, I can only apologise for... Um, I'd going into this thinking it was going to be not as, in quotations, far out in terms of like how it approached the storyline, I suppose, cutting, but like I say, mm-hmm. it might have been a bit not less jarring how that was portrayed, but I thought it was, was going to be like a more like... I mean, I feel like... I was I was personally expecting to be like bursting into tears by the end of it or something. You know, like I normally am with like kind of family orientated like yeah. father and daughter relationships. Like the Mitchells. Or, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think that's more down to music or, or something like that. That I kind think of triggers it's more me. But... The daughter and father connection that you're maybe wanting, I mm-hmm. think as well. There's that. Yeah. Perhaps. So I mean, I'm not a father at the moment, but I'm sure like that'd be that'd be more hard hitting if you know I did have a child and they, these these stories can develop. To another level, if you have a ch- child, I'm sure, just like with anything, you know, you don't... More relatable, you're isn't more it? Yeah, more relatable for that factor. But before I go to the scoring of this film, uh, I'd like to bring up the fact that, obviously, as I said, like, watching like this, again, like, immediately type of thing, we recently watched, was it The Banshees of Inishirin, I think it was called. It's very, you know, hard to title to remember, <laughs> but... We watched that. I really enjoyed it. You were a bit lukewarm on it, <laughs> again, kind of thing, how it was played. But I, the other night, I rewatched it again. I enjoyed it that much, even though it was quite a simplistic story. And for what it was, it was there's something about it that brought me back to it. And it's like that. That's like a rare occurrence for me to. So you actually went. So we didn't watch that that long ago. So when did you rewatch that? Because it wasn't I think with me. This, yeah, this week when I think you when you were having your your hard week and um, I just kind of sat downstairs and wanted to watch it again on the, the telly so. with the fingers like him chopping his fingers off and the donkey yeah, yeah. dying and yeah yeah 
Why would you? I, I don't know. There was something just drew me back to that that story. I don't know what. I think it was kind of like. I thought it was awful. It was really mean, like, don't talk to me. And then, like, they were so good friends. And then it just went downhill. For for what? Like, because you're boring now. I'm sick of you. I, just, I don't know. But interesting that you went back to it straight straight away. Hmm. Yeah, so that's Maybe you're relating to something and you want to cut somebody off. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's something drew me back to that. So that I'd give that film a nine that could, again, future watches that could go up i'm sure that left me a little bit like what the hell as well (laughs) i think he ended up with no fingers on one hand Mm -hmm. he didn't die no but they kind of sorted them like mutual respect war between them had ended and that's that's that yeah Um, sorry spoilers for for that film but um so like on to my to my point of really is is, it's kind of like i enjoyed that so where would i put this one because Mm -hmm. Would like would I immediately go back to this film straight away? I don't think I would, because of what the content is. It needs a bit of time to digest it. I was kind of thinking it long after the fact we watched it, but I think I will still put this at around a nine. Hi. Because I think there's there's definitely more value to come back to. Initially, I thought it was going to be like a ten is going to make me bawl my eyes out or anything <laughs> like that. So that was you sound going, disappointed. Yeah, in a sense, but I still think it's high praise for what the film has to offer, and I'm very much worried about what you've got to to, to score the film. Consider, and especially because you said you would see it again, but not. I wouldn't. It'd be a while. Mm. Just like, for example, I forgot what it was, but we had um, some guests on with that man in a box or suitcase. Oh, old boy. Old boy. Yeah. I feel like now I could go back to that. Yes. Just like Skeleton Twins. I know that sounds death. The first time I watched Skeleton Twins, I didn't really enjoy that. And then obviously re-watching lots of other films, doing what we've been doing with this podcast, kind of my mindset shifts ever so slightly mm-hmm. and can change it and make me prefer exactly. them. Exactly. So, obviously, I'm never saying never right now as mm-hmm. a score. Yeah. Because obviously, this film does show about growing up and everything like that. And I appreciate it being a bit more raw than just happy go lucky because life isn't lucky. like yeah. that, <laughs> sadly. I think sometimes that's why I like films because I class films as an escape. Yeah, no, that's, then, that's the main priority of what the main reason why people do for escapism. So with this one, it didn't help me escape too, too much, if that makes sense. So that's why I think I used to really like the romances, because it was one of those things where it's like a happy-go-lucky yeah. guy gets but, girl. But then you get the the level of expectation of, oh, why aren't guys like this? Yeah, why yeah. doesn't this happen to me? Type of Yeah, true, thing. true, true. But it's one of those things where never you need it. It's there to make you feel better. Like a classic, like Singing in the Rain, where... Yeah, you know. If you're having different. a bad day, you can just put that yeah. on and that's going to make Makes you feel you, exactly. better. Exactly, yeah, yeah. I don't think this one would be that kind of film. No, I wouldn't say so. <laughs> if, if I'm honest. And that's, for me, why I watch a film, normally. This one left me feeling anxious, left me feeling with a lot of questions. That's not to take away that it's not a good film. I actually enjoyed more the camera angles, more the creativity of the film mm-hmm. than... Sure actually what the film is about. Okay. Not saying the storyline's bad, it's not. It's just quite hard hitting and I think it's a bit relatable 
And I think it's just one of those things where it shows how life can get you. Yeah. So for me, just because I'd, I'd like to have known a little bit more, I think with a rewatch, it might help me get to the closing end of how this film is. So I think for me, it's going to be a seven, like a middle ground. Okay. Maybe that might go higher with a rewatch yeah. in like a year or two. Yeah. But it just made me feel, I think I'm going on how I emotionally felt after watching it. Okay, that's that's fair. If that makes... No, no, that makes that, make, that makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not disappointed if you've worried and thinking, oh, okay. God, how dare you give me such a... Because I just feel like no. it, it made, made me feel uneasy. And you're, I think you're better at watching these kind of things. Like you quite enjoy a different emotion, and I think that's probably because you don't feel as many as me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's true, but I think I just I have certain films can affect me in a different way. Like that's really engaging. That's making me analyze this. Like say, interpret it in mm. in whatever way you you might think it might be different, completely different from someone else's. Yeah, and I think that's it. But, great. But that's that's another good thing about cinema sometimes it's can like those kind of things like what do you think of is this means what do yeah because like yeah. top gun i already knew when we'd watched it to the end yeah you know exactly what's gonna happen like, so everything's oh okay and yeah. yeah like i even knew you were like oh is that that's the end i was like oh no no let's go back and see the girl now and then we'll have that'll be it and sometimes yes that is too predictable but it's what you the viewers want yeah at the same time yeah. Whereas this film is not for anyone. Yeah, yeah. I definitely. Wants... I think this. It, it's there's there's certain films that are, are definitely tied to a certain audience. Marvel, mm-hmm. for example, have their way of doing things. Mm-hmm. And it's and predictable. Then, yeah, you know, sort well to, to a degree, but you you kind of like appeasing comic book fans and and stuff. Yeah. Then you might get some things that are kind of like in between that. I don't know if you, like, jumping back to like. Eternal Sunshine might be a good example of that. Where it's I kind think of like that worked better, yeah, because it's it is it is that rawness, but it also gives you that good ending, which you're not sure you're gonna get. Yeah, and I think then you're happily surprised when you get that ending. Whereas with this one, yeah, it's it's it kind of a, maybe more of a niche audience would mm-hmm. probably go to this. That's why I said there's certain films like this where it would be at certain cinemas for like one screening and that's it yeah. because it's kind of like not everybody's not worth opening a, it's a, a shame because it uh, is screening for like weeks on end but but the the main lead of the father yeah he was in that yeah so like uh, normal people and that is quite a bit it's not Wrestling your normal with, it's not your yeah. normal um, soap kind of film that, Dr- drama, drama TV drama yeah you know, that you put on, like, Big Bang Theory or How I Met Your Mother kind of thing that you just put on in the well, background. that's more of a sitcom than that. Oh, like, The drama. Friends. Yeah. But it's one of those quite hard-hitting, yet again, in a bit, not everyone's cup of tea, I guess. And I think this is what this is. It's... Yeah. But if we okay. all like the same cup of tea, we'd be boring. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still a bit like, oh, I kind of feel like I should apologise for, for that one. I really thought that would... <laughs> I already knew yeah. that. That was a funny thing. Like you were going in thinking, oh, it's going to be. I think you thought that the daughter and the father would drift apart and then have this like kind of bad relationship, but we'd be on the daughter's side and the dad would be the bad character. I think that's where your head was going. Mm. And I read it and I was like, he's going to die and they're going to get along. No, not to say they wouldn't get along, but then the the fact that there's there's some something. way that they would drift apart yeah. somehow, and then that would, I don't know, then they try and rekindle it or something, and then I'd be like a. 
oh, that's really sweet and that's really heartfelt. That and kind something. of fits a little bit better with the title, actually, with the after sun. Because normally after sun cures if you burn. burn. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for listening to this episode. And I'd also like to thank the Patreons mm-hmm. for their support of the show. So we've got Mark from 100 Things We Learned From Film. Ben from Film Vloggers, two very good movie review podcasts. Excellent, to be fair. <laughs> also got our friend Jones. Yep. Who's at Weight Loss Jonesy on Instagram. And my mum. <laughs> my mammy. <laughs> <laughs> Me ma. Yeah. Who's the... nowhere to be found? <laughs> No, she's still on this earth. Yeah, yeah, but I mean socially. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, on the socials, yeah. Social hermit. <laughs> um, and so if you join the Patreon, you also get a shout-out, as we've just done, and you also get to vote on a movie once a month, which will, in fact, be next week's, I believe. No, that's the only reason why I'd pay to be a Patreon. The shout-out, yeah, okay, yeah. Like, if you've got a podcast, fair enough. Like, shout me out. <laughs> but choosing the film... That's that's the Bainler for me. Like that that like, yeah. <laughs> Get something good. Yeah. <laughs> so please, can we have more female patrons? That's what I'm I'm wanting to even even the 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 level of playing field. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I just think we've got three males, one female. They're all gonna team with you. If you'd like to join the Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com forward slash SP film viewers, all one word. Only a quid or a pound. One dollar. One fifty. Yeah. So if you do want to and you've got a spare 25p a week and you think we're a good cause, <laughs> then by all means. If you would like to check out some of our other episodes, of course, you can do so over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean and wherever else you get your podcasts from. Yep, there's a, there's a big collection now to go after. Been doing this... Three years now, is mm-hmm. it? Yep. Still doesn't feel that way. We've also, if you haven't following us on social media, we have got some social media pages that you can stalk us on. So we're on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, under the handle SP underscore film viewers. So hit that like button, comment, do all that jazz. Absolutely. And if you'd like to leave us a five-star review, you can do so over on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser and wherever else they do the scoring system. Anything else to add before we go? I'm just... I'm just I, I think normally we're doing better with the films that you have seen still, so far. <laughs> Even though I'm enjoying our on-off, on-off. People seem to think that's that's good, so... Yeah, I, I enjoy it, but yeah. I just think it's one of those things where it's like we're both in a raw position of not knowing what we're watching. And I do like the fact that you have to vote before me. <laughs> But I think I ultimately think it's a good experience, as I say, because there's a, I say, there's a whole array of, especially new stuff, that always intrigues me to sit down and watch. And it's, I think it's good to not only get your thoughts, but also for me to talk about something fresh as well. Yeah, I agree. So, so onwards and upwards for next week then. Yep. We're back to some of the you haven't seen. So. Yeah. So thank you very much for listening to this episode. And we will speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Bye now. Bye. 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 Bye.